controversial topic, but I'm curious of what your guys' opinions of it. So going into a festival, sometimes they have these nice little boxes that you can drop your goodies that before you go into the show so you don't get in trouble. Obviously, we're talking about drugs. But um, also at EDC last year, they had a booth where you could go in and actually test things that you bought. But obviously, you couldn't take it with you afterwards. But some people still get really mad at that topic because it still, in a way, quote, encourages people to abuse substances and such. But I don't know. I'm just curious where your guys' stands are. I don't do drugs. So I don't, uh, it doesn't affect me. So I go there for the music, mm -hmm. you know, I don't need to go anywhere for drugs. Well, yeah, but with, with your idea of like, if you had a festival, would you have something set up like that to keep people I mean, it safe? definitely covers your butt as a festival because everyone's overdosing and then suing the festival because these parents don't want to accept, you know, that their kids are doing bad things and it's not the festival's fault. Yeah, blame the festival. Yeah, yeah. but, um... I mean, it definitely, it's good. It's a good idea because it's going to be there regardless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so it's a good idea. And it definitely, like I said, it covers their butt. So, I mean, it's, 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 there's, it's a win-win and it's not really like a lose situation for anybody in that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But do I yeah. think it's right? No. No. <laughs> so. I mean, obviously, you know, in a perfect world, you probably have a festival where yeah. no one's doing anything and everyone's just happy. Yeah. You know, too, but high on life, yeah. High on life, high on the boots and caps. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. I just got into that debate yeah. earlier today, mm -hmm. so then I was wanting to bring it up to you guys, too. Yeah. People are just like, no, we need to make uh, you know, security checks tighter, none of the booths to test anything, which you know, people could go in, buy something from a stranger, and harm themselves. I'd rather mm -hmm. than be safe. I say, you do you, boo. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't. But if you're a if you had a festival, you wouldn't. You'd rather tighten up security, or would you actually leave that as an option? Is my question. I guess. I like the idea of a safety booth. Mm -hmm. Or like, okay, you're not feeling so good because you've done something you shouldn't mm -hmm. have done. Then, like, at least there's an option for you so to like go a medical seek out help. Tent. Yeah, like yeah. everywhere. Like that's what most places. <laughs> well, do the have. fact yeah. the fact that a lot of them are starting to give out free water is definitely a must. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. What these booths that I'm talking about too is that they don't they don't give you your stuff back. Yeah, well, yeah, I know they I know take, what you're talking uh, about. They take it, they test it, you don't get it back, you know. But the idea is that people are going to go back and rebuy it again, but that's also really expensive. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a controversial thing, so I just thought it would be an interesting thing to discuss mm -hmm. on the show. I said disgust. Discuss on the show. Disgust. But, I love the disgust things. You know, some people like whenever there's looser security on stuff like that and more focus on weapons. Yeah, as long as the weapons are good and, mm -hmm. you know, people aren't going around stabbing other people with needles or anything either. Because, I mean, most mm -hmm. of the time it's just, you know, like... Party drugs. Or, yeah, yeah. You know. But, I mean, just as long as, like, nobody's, like, in any actual danger, like, unless they're endangering themselves, yeah. then it is what it is. Which they could be in endangering themselves if they're taking things, like, that they are not aware of. Like, recently, yeah. there was the hip-hop artist Lil Peep who oh, took yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fake Xanax or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. Xanax with fentanyl. Yeah. Fentanyl is wild, by the way. Go look that up on Vice. Shout out Vice for that. <laughs> I For don't. Real. What's wild? I don't know anything about fentanyl. It. Is like it is. It's like Xanax times twelve hundred. Like it oh, is so one of the most deadliest. Like it's super deadly. Like it's one of the most addictive and like deadliest like uh, pills that you can do. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy. Like Vice did a whole documentary on it and like followed around like three or four like addicts. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's wild. Yeah. Like it makes like it makes these painkillers that we're doing like. That, or, like, name brand, you know, mm -hmm. look like weak stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. Um, I really don't know enough about the culture, but I know for a long time, um, like, people involved in the festival scene were called Candy Kids, and that's usually because they had, like, uh, beads and things like that, but that was kind of one of the associations that was made. I know we need to do, like, a history episode at some point. I would love to. Um, but I think that it's it's important to kind of distinguish that, you know, some of the some of the 
I don't know, stereotypes that are applied to, yeah. you know, people that go to things like raves that go to EDM, you know, festivals and things like that. Um, not everyone participates in that, but I do think that, um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I yeah. really wish, I really wish there was a safe place for people to, um, experience that if that's a thing that they want to experience, but also know that that's really kind of giving the festival scene in the community kind mm-hmm. of a really bad stereotype. Yeah. And I really want to push against that. Yeah, obviously. I, I mean, obviously, like I said, I wouldn't want anybody to do anything. Like, I mean, I'd rather them just have fun and enjoy it regardless right. uh, without having to feel like that they needed to take something to have enhance their fun, yeah. you know, but it's just something that I thought was interesting is that they are seeming to become more lenient and uh, maybe lenient is the wrong word, but more aware aware yeah. of what they're doing and trying to take. Yeah, they're not trying to sweep it under the rug. Like, oh, no, this doesn't happen mm-hmm. here. Like, But yeah. bringing it forward stresses people out, too. You can't so, win. There's no winning. Mm-mm. But then having things like that available, I think, might scare off parents from letting any of their kids go to festivals or shows and stuff like that too. Granted, most of them are 18 and up, but you know, some people, their parents still, you're under my roof. You do what I say. Right. Thing. Which also makes it seem like a lot of people that go to EDM concerts and things like that are under a certain age bracket, which Mm -hmm. is also a thing that's being challenged a lot. A lot of older people are taking part, Mm -hmm. older people, uh, taking part in things like the festivals that are available too. Mm Mm-hmm. I like how EDC, a lot of people, um, since it's so close to Father's Day, well, not anymore, but the past years, they bring their dads and stuff to festivals, which I think is actually really kind of cool. So, I don't know. Would you ever bring your family? No, they've actually been with me. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, they went with you to the... Yeah, to Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, and then they went with me to my first gig at Lizard Lounge. I don't think my mom would want to go... Oh, they hated it. We've asked some of the other artists on this show about bringing their parents to some of the shows that they've done. Mm -hmm. Because some of them will say, like, some of their biggest influences are their parents' fathers, usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting to see that, you know, so many of them would not actually take their parents or dads, whatever, mm-hmm. to um, one of their own shows, even though that was probably one of their biggest influences, uh, or at least got them into the music scene. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's neat. I think, I feel like the, the culture is, is very inclusive. And I think that's why it's expanding at such a, a rate that it is. So would you bring your parents? Um, probably not. I don't think my mom would be comfortable of seeing that much brave booty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. It's uh, I, I, should, I don't think she'd mind the music. Mm-hmm. I think it's the booty and the mm-hmm. boobies. Yeah, <laughs> disco tits and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she would want to see all that. I think my dad would want to see me in pasties. <laughs> but <laughs> what if they're festicast feet? Uh, like, <laughs> what if they're like? I don't know, Festicast pasties. Yeah, one's going to be Festicast, the other one's going to be like a Flunk Records pasty. The Festicast ones look great on you the other day. I'm just saying. Thanks for rocking those at our show. Oh, no doubt. I, was, I have so many pictures of me rubbing my nipples. It was, uh, yeah, it was wild. That show got wild. Yeah. Uh, we're next ethereal. I expect nothing less. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get equally as drunk and not remember half of it, too. Good. I'm excited. Wait, but you drove home. I'm good. All right. It was a long night. <laughs> it was a long night. All oh, it ended at uh, midnight. Yeah. But we were there at like five. That's true. So. All right. All right. I'll give you that. Anyways, let's start Festicast. Let's get on the roll here and meet our fancy person. So welcome back to Festicast. I'm Noe. It's been a long time since I've seen you and I'm Dana. <laughs> and we have... Ruggles Ryan. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. And today, Hello. <laughs> we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, DJ Spadis. I'm from Denton, Texas. Yeah, and you have... Do you have a residency at Public House? Yeah, I do have a residency at Public House. You Every do? Saturday. Every Saturday. Do <gasps> you usually play in the back? Yeah, I play on the patio. Yeah. Um, boogie's inside. I didn't know that they what had What is that like? Tell us about it. Like like the experience or like... Yeah, what, is that, what does that entail? Well, it's more it's more open format, so I can I can play anything. It's more like a laid back party. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I like keeping it. I mean, I can play whatever I want. I can make it whatever I want. I, if I'm having a chill night and I don't feel like going hard, then I can just mm-hmm. play like a super chill set that everyone's gonna vibe with. Yeah. House like, party vibes. Yeah, house yeah. party. Or if I want to like like I see there's a big crowd out there, I'm gonna try to make it live as hell. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I've always wanted to dip my toes and go on over to Public House, but I'm more of a Rip Rocks person. Okay. So, Public House <laughs> scares me. I think I went in there one time, and it was, I don't know, it was years ago when I first moved to Denton, and it was, like, very frat-type yeah. people. Has anything changed since that, or is it, have you brought in more people? Oh, yeah, I've brought a lot more of my friends out there. Yeah. They, yeah, they, like, staying out there a lot more. Mm-hmm. Public House was dope. So, the environment has all changed, and I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still some aspects are the same. Like Thursday nights tonight, yeah. Don't it's go. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of college kids. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. We're so close to a college campus. How can there be so many college kids at the bar on a Thursday <laughs> night when they should be studying and doing their homework? Get on to them. Slap them with rulers. <laughs> right? What? I could do on that. On the wrist. I could show up at a bar and be like, go home and do your homework. Smack them with a ruler. Well, it's funny because you see professors out there too sometimes. Like the younger ones. Oh, I see some out there a lot, actually. Yeah, there's one throwing shows. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. We have a really, I know a really hip one. She's pretty cool. Um, so have you been to many shows or like festivals or? I've been to quite a few shows. and yeah. not, a, not as many festivals, but I've definitely been to shows. I've, I was in the, I started in the rave scene like, what, like 2011? I met, yeah, just about. Um, yes. So, in your experience, usually people ask, you know, what is your best memory? But I want to know about your worst memory. Something you wouldn't want to relive again. Hmm. Or that you might have buried back into the deep, dark <laughs> depths of your brain. His face. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like find all the show. Welcome, <laughs> like, welcome like, to your like, own like performing a show or being at a show. Anything, an experience that you were like, God, this is just the worst. Oh man, I can. I used to do these uh, parties out in Crumb, Texas, and it's like 15 minutes from here. And there, it was like this big open venue. It wasn't even finished yet, but I had an in with the owner, and he let us throw some parties out there. But people started renting it out, and they were just skipping steps and weren't giving people money. So that venue started to get like really shady and like the parties that I was doing out there because I was just DJing them, people would just be like totally rude, like wouldn't care for your equipment, like would just break shit. Like mm. I, I don't want to go back there. That's I, I completely <laughs> stopped. Like after they kept on hitting me up and I was like, no, I'm not going to go back out there. Like especially not to get paid like a really good amount for dealing with that. Yeah. No, not worth not it. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. Definitely not worth it. So now let's let's think of, since we got anxiety from the bad memories, <laughs> what is a good memory that you have had? Oh, man. Um, probably when I, like, when I had a, I think, like, first couple of months I was at Public House, I wasn't really comfortable. I was still really pressured about playing, like, to a, a crowd consistently every weekend. So I didn't want to, like, lose my residency. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I finally, like, got like consistent with the amount of crowd that was coming out and they were all vibing with me like every single week i was like wow this is really cool and i could change it up every weekend and be this some it would be something different like and they would still like it or i can get as creative as i want and like i try like a tone play or a word play or like an edit that i've made myself and it works for them that's probably like my best feeling and i've done i mean i actually tried out one of my songs and people were liking it because i matched it up with a popular song mm-hmm. And, I, like, that feeling was, like, something else. Like, playing your own music, I'm pretty sure Ryan knows what that's like. <laughs> that's so, awesome. did they approach you for the residency, or were you like, I really want this? Actually, the residency was quite interesting how I got that. I was in a DJ battle uh, at Tavern, actually, um, last, no, two summers ago. Uh-huh. And um, I went up against a DJ named Riza, and he was a three-style champion from DFW. And uh, I went up against him in the first round, and uh, I won our first round, and he won the rest of the battle because like he was taking easy the first round because he went first because he did he saw all the DJs and was like I don't have to try that hard like do all my Red Bull stuff. Uh-huh. So when I did all my stuff, he was like kind of shook, and then uh, after the battle, he was like, "Yo, if I have any residencies or any places I can get you, I'm gonna put you on because like eventually you're gonna be really good." Mm-hmm. And so, like, a couple months later, he called me, and they had a residency at Public House. He's like, yo, you want this? I was like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so neat. So you you were so impressive to this guy, but now it's kind of landed you a f- your first residency. It's your first mm-hmm. one? Yep. 
Fantastic. So what do you think is your, uh, what do you think about performing on Fry Street? Do you enjoy that kind of venue or? Oh yeah, I, I like it because mm-hmm. it's, it, it feels like a house party to me. I love yeah. the hard house party vibe. Like I like being close to the people. I don't like, I don't really like being far away because I like the energy of people. Mm-hmm. Like if I could do a boiler room set every night out there, I would be doing that mm-hmm. because people are around me. Like they can see exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not just pushing a button. I'm doing a lot of crap. Like, I'm I'm very technical with my hands. Yeah. Do you get to have people in your booth with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> Can I be up there? Yeah, of course. I yeah. I just want to look down on people. Not yeah. that sounds rude. I want to <laughs> see what they do. <laughs> no. You still have the little platform right above. Yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> I do. Where people get up there and twerk and yeah. stuff. Do so you have to have uh, special permission to get up there? No, no. Well, you, you just get up there. You can. Well, in my booth, like when I'm up there, like mm-hmm. I'd rather you ask me first. Yeah. Because maybe like I have my friends up here and there's a lot of people around me and sometimes I get claustrophobic if I see a lot of people around me and they're just talking and like bumping into me. It gets yeah. really annoying. Have you had to kick people out for like, oh, yeah. touching your stuff? Oh yeah. All the spilling time. Spilling drinks, you know? Not spilling drinks. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> if they spill a drink, I'm throwing them out of the bar. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but what if they're just clumsy, like little old me? They still get kicked out of the bar. The security will kick them out. Oh, dang. Can't Don't spill, spill your drinks. own drink. We need a lid. Oh, <laughs> we need a for my <laughs> alcohol, please. Um, okay, so I have a question for you, and this is going to require a little bit of thought. Okay. Um, if the Fry Street bar scene were a song, what song would it be? Or what style of music would it be? <laughs> it's definitely hip-hop, but I'd probably say, like, you'd probably take an edit of Grove Street Party by Waka and just turn it into Fry Street Party, because if you played any Waka song out there, you're probably going to get a good reaction. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. You could probably have a really crappy set, and you throw on that banger, it takes off. Yeah. So now I know what I need to do. Uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to steal your tricks. No, I'm just kidding. That's what resonates with, with Fry Street people? I mean, well, like, hip-hop and, like, yeah. the stuff that they can they know. Like, also anything, like, 2000s-wise. Uh-huh. So can you play Spice Girls and people just eat it up? So it depends. Like, it depends. It depends. <laughs> you have to really read your crowd, when, like, on the patio. Like, because people come and go very quickly. Uh-huh. So... In that two minutes that you got, you got to immediately look what they're looking at and, like, see how they're feeling mm-hmm. and see if you can start swaying them into staying at your spot. Mm-hmm. You're serenading them. That's nice. I like it. I, I serenade with, with me with Spice Girls any day. I'm always down for Spice <laughs> yeah, Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what gets you <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Smash Mouth. Somebody played, like, the beginning <laughs> part of some Smash Mouth song in the beginning of their set. And I was just like, all right, you got my number. All right, here I am. <laughs> anyway, so it was great. Um, so do you believe that EDM music has a bright future in Denton? Because this is something that, I mean, I don't see a lot of artists maybe digging into this too much. Am I asking something silly? No. Y'all are making eyes at each other. Ryan's just making eyes. (laughs) No, we're in love, bro. Keep your hands above the table. (laughs) Hands above the table. I see your feet. So, can you repeat that for me? Yeah. um, So, do you believe that EDM music has a bright future in Denton? Um, Because I know, like, Houston has, like, a bubbling scene. And, you know, Dallas is doing their part but i mean usually you see Bruh. that's exactly what they do they're only <laughs> doing their part nothing more they do the minimum denton is known for a lot of other genres of music and edm is one that's maybe coming back on the scene a little bit but i i'm i you don't see as many so i'm right. curious if you see edm music becoming bigger in the next few years or um I don't know. What are your thoughts? Are you hoping to like stay in Denton and make this a place that you make music and, and create, or are you wanting to move somewhere else where you can maybe have a bigger impact? I, I really see like Den becoming Den's growing ridiculously fast. We have so many genres already, and I'm I'm starting to like see that people are really taking interest in dance music more. Yeah, and um, they really want to get they want to have some more content out here so they can broaden what they see and hear. Mm-hmm. It's really about the experience in college and in Denton. Like, everyone loves the experience of Denton. Like, you go to a house show off Rock Street or, like, off Jago. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people there. and it Jago is- House. Jago House, yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff that I have coming up with them next year. So Very cool. That's exciting. Coming soon. Um, Coming soon. <laughs> Post it on our page, too. Jago House is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I always look forward to winter season because... 
Yeah. Jago season. Jago yeah. parties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But I definitely think dance music will grow out here. Um, mm-hmm. It really just takes the underground. It needs to become underground before it comes mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that, And that's how Den rolls anyway. That's the thing, oh, yeah. too. There's no big name here. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no big name, like... EDM guy at all. Someone described Denton as very DIY. I can't remember who it was, but that... Col- Colton. Was it? I Cameron. Don't, I don't... Or what was his name? Uh, Hatfield. It was Hatfield. Oh, Hatfield. Connor. Connor. Yeah, no, and it was... I think that was probably the good interpretation of it, too. That's what it's de- yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of venues out here that we can rent or go, like, go mm-hmm. check out. So we make them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you make them. Makeshift. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that, that's why I like Denton so much, like, you can turn a regular house into a banging house party. Oh, yeah. And everyone's going to show up. Yeah. That's literally what we found in our experience, too, trying to, like, plan events in the future, is that some places will only host certain kinds of music, mm-hmm. and it's, like, EDM is just... But if you play it's still underground EDM, it's got to be, like, a specific type of EDM. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah. to be that... They don't pop. want no rhythm. They don't want no dubstep. They <laughs> want in some spice girl. They sure yeah. don't want no house. I'll tell no. you that. <laughs> they don't want that trap. So what are some of your personal long-term goals as a musician? How long you got? <laughs> I mean, you've got this show. So hit, hit me. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Give me your top three. Okay, I want to start basically kind of like an artist collective but i don't want it to be strictly music i want it to be more like film Mm -hmm. so like artists can also branch out of music to film and like compose their own scores Mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be like regular music it could be like some classical stuff but you're switching it up like Mm -hmm. i want to do that i want to like re re um revisit throwing events because i threw one back when i was in high school and that was a lot of fun for me um and it, I, just, I learned a lot from it, but when I was starting to plan the second one, I learned, I, I realized um, that the market was becoming very saturated with events. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled away and I'd rather focus on my personal brand as a DJ so that I can have that brand build up the name of the event company that would come back. Mm-hmm. So that's what, two? Mm-hmm. Um, also really want to become like one of the best turntablists. I was in DC like, what time is it? Earlier like, today. Yeah, earlier today. <laughs> and I, I was at the Red Bull Three Style competition uh, for the finals. And just hearing, hear, being in that element, like, with all everyone else, like, knowing exactly what's going on, like, it's just, like, it's a great feeling. Yeah. And Were you being, blown away? Yeah, like, like, some of the stuff that I hear, I'm like, oh, man, like, I could have came up with that. Like, <laughs> I heard that sound. Yeah. But it's them executing it and really, like, performing like it's really awesome like it's a it's a skill like you have to put your time into it it's not mm-hmm. pushing a button it's a it's a craft mm-hmm. but you start by pushing a button so maybe there's hope for us after all maybe. oh yeah you gotta turn <laughs> it on <laughs> that's true so where did you come up with your name so my uh when i was in the rave scene i was a glover i was like you know like finger rolls yeah. and whips um my Glover name was Spades, and that's because I started out like this, and like I started out with that sign. Okay. Um, and I was at work one day with my friend, and he goes, "Yo, Spades," and I was like, "Whoa, I like that a lot more. <laughs> it has like a ring to it." Uh-huh. So they just started started calling me that, and then I was like, "That's gonna be my DJ name. Like, that sounds great." And it's no one has it at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Do you still do like light shows and stuff too? I don't. I I focus all my time into DJing. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. I, I I always wanted to try, but my fingers all of a sudden start making knots together. So I just do an orbit instead. Like <laughs> yeah, Orbit's cool too. Orbit's cool. <laughs> it's not as popular. There's not as much cool stuff with it as like I feel like gloves are. Like Goofy from like the cartoon series, like where you're you're like trying to like tie knots and then oh, yeah, and it just gloves oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one hundred percent me. I have a friend who does does it and it's just so impressive to me. I'm just like how do you do that? <laughs> like, I can't follow one because it's just everywhere. I'd be, like, making butterflies. Like, what <laughs> I can do? Napoleon <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That would yeah. be me. I'm like, I can just do, like, jazz hands and stuff, too. <laughs> but he gets real into it, too, and, like, makes, like, his own color schemes and yeah. like, all that other stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I call this one Skittles. And, like, yeah. all this other stuff, too. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I was, I was really into it. I was sponsored by Candy Creations for a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, back when they were still around. Yeah. R.I.P. to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
So would you be like for like Amazing Lights if you were still doing it? Oh, I was for Amazing Lights for a minute. Like I was trying to get sponsored by them. Dang. Um, but their their um, store in Dallas closed down before like I could go keep on going out to there. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's, That's pretty cool. Did we even ask you how long have you been making music? Um, Producing-wise, I have been producing since like the summer, so like a couple months. Not really a lot. Mm-hmm. But DJing wise, I've been doing it for about five years now. Okay, all right. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So where has your favorite place to perform been? Hmm, I haven't really played like any venues because I'm not that old. Mm-hmm. But I really like the nines. I like the vibe it gives off. Um, it was called Red Light a year ago, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, also like the Green Elephant. You cannot get over the vibes like the Green Elephant. Like. <laughs> It doesn't matter who's there. Like, you can go to a hip-hop show there. You can go to a dubstep show. I went to Grindfest. That was dope there. That was really cool. Um, but, yeah, the Green Elephant is by far one of my favorite venues. It was definitely an interesting venue. I yeah, liked it. it felt very Denton-esque. It did. It did. With its backyard and its, yeah. like, hollowed-out house feeling. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, I mean, and I also, dogs. have you guys been to J&J's, like the basement? Oh, they yeah. got two shows there. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. But that yeah. was also a really cool spot. It re- smells like pizza and sweat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. to so many shows down in the basement. <laughs> 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 Dana doesn't like that smell. Of well, I, I have personally read some of my poetry and short stories there. That's cool. Um, with a creative collective that I work for as well. So, uh, I've just been to punk shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, too. Some yeah. punk shows. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so are you like a Denton native or are you from somewhere else? Well, I'm, I moved to Denton in 03. Okay. Um, so I'm, but I moved from Louisville, so I'm not really that far. Oh, okay. So you've always lived in like the DFW area. Oh, yeah. Very cool. What is Rhythm? Rhythm? Uh, Can you I'm like not, explain what that is? I'm not really the guy to be asking that because I don't really play Rhythm or no. dubstep. For some um, reason, I had that in my notes. That's okay. Uh, maybe you commented on something on Facebook. I, no, I, I definitely, I definitely did. I, my last, <laughs> my last Instagram video, I chopped some rhythm. Okay, that's what it is. But that's that's, that's because like the guys that I know, like uh, Mask and Freed, you know, like shout <laughs> shout out to them. I love hearing their stuff. Brain Evolve. Do you hear you heard Blood? The song that I chop with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this video, have y'all watched the video? Mm-hmm. All right, so this dude's sitting there chopping, you know, what you're talking about, the... It's so cool. And this dude's going so hard. Him right here. He's going so hard. He goes, boom, and the channel fader right here, like the volume fader, goes flying off. You can see it in the video. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the, the track that I used. Like, it was um, from by David. Yeah. I, like, I love using... I love mm-hmm. using tracks by locals. Like I have, yeah. I have a bunch of Ryan songs that you probably don't even know I have. Probably not, yeah. But I like I like playing locals music because a lot of, they don't get their music to be played out a lot. So we agree. Yeah, I absolutely mm-hmm. agree. And it's, it's funny because when when people don't know who it is and you can slip it in there, mm-hmm. they will get live to it and they won't know who it is. And I'll be like, "Yo, that's my homie." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So how, okay, um, I want to know a little bit more about you personally. What else do you like to do in your free time? I love to cook. I I, I was a big uh, cook before I moved up to Denton. Like mm-hmm. when I moved to Denton is when I really like like I turned my closet into a basically a DJ booth, and I go in there like every day for like four hours. Oh wow. Um. Well, that's like not continuously because I need to take breaks because it's hot in there. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> But yeah, I was a, I was, I started out as an, um, as an Asian cook, like, in, uh, 2013, and I had been cooking for about four years, and then I came up to, um, West Oak Coffee Bar on the Square, and I cook there now. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah, I designed a bunch of their menu items, um, same thing at, uh, the sushi restaurant that I worked at. I rolled sushi for a little bit. I really liked cooking. Um, Is it fun at West Oak? Yeah, I enjoy West Oak is a great place to go. I love the atmosphere. All all my coworkers are so nice. I got a job there and then I immediately quit it because I was it. I went to culinary school, so then I was going to be whenever they first opened. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you you, you made a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they first opened, they had the most amazing eggnog I've ever had in my mm. entire life. Oh wow! 
And then the next year when I went back, because I waited for it to cool off outside for me to like go back and get some eggnog. And um, they made it into like vegan eggnog. And yeah. I was like, what is this business? Yeah. We're really sad. experimental over there. Like yeah. we will mm-hmm. try anything and we make everything from scratch. So like That's awesome. we really pay attention to detail. Well, definitely bring back the original um, eggnog. I'll, I'll recommend it. Yeah. I'll, I'll go, shoot, I'll go talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I, I reserve about three or four pounds of Christmas weight to eggnog alone. So. I accidentally spent all mine at Thanksgiving. It was like when I wasn't doing keto and I was like stuffing yeah. or dressing. I found out it's actually called dressing. Uh, it depends on where you're from. The, yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma. We all call it stuffing. Yeah. Uh, some people call it dress. I don't know. It's all different. It Whatever. I always it call was it stuffing. Delicious. And I'm just like, oh, God, give it to me. <clears throat> it was so good. And then she there wants was the stuff and give it to her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then my aunt made this homemade, like, pumpkin pie that tasted like a praline, and it was, like, crack. That wow. sounds delicious. There's I'm my really food jealous. counter for that. How many times it done crack? <laughs> <laughs> when I ate that pie. <laughs> it doesn't really taste so good, but, you know. Um... All right. Do you have any other questions? I don't. Do you want to play a game? <gasps> yeah. I have a question. Real quick. Oh. So, what made you pick uh, vinyl over regular DJing? Honestly, I like the feel. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the feel and the the way like you are in control of like how uh, it goes on. Like if you're off beat by a little bit, you can just speed it up real quick. Like, mm-hmm. but you have to be careful touching it. It's not like CDJs and you can just car hand that yeah. thing yeah you know you have to be really light and be focused like if i was using real vinyl like my hand would be barely touching it like yeah. um we were talking about that yesterday and uh in dc like if you use a 45 record the hardest record to spin on because it's so small and so fragile that like like you can barely like mistouch it and it'll scratch or like yeah. it'll like the needle will pop off mm-hmm. so it's being delicate and i really like that because like it made me focus more on being intricate and like rather the mix rather than like what um what's really like I guess like trying to get to the um like the hype part of the song mm-hmm. like like focusing on blending and how it sounds together um, but also vinyl because it's it's soul it's not gonna be perfect. It's, it's not going to be perfect. Something Like, last night, I heard Boy Genius. He was on an all-vinyl part of his set. He didn't have headphones. So, he was, like, backspinning the record, like, open fader to hear what he was hearing. So, it wasn't perfect. But he got deducted for it. So, that that was that was the thing. But it's, 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 the, it's bringing it back and being soulful, not just being, like, a robot. Yeah. Well, explain time-coded vinyl, real vinyl, real quick for people who oh, don't yeah, understand yeah. the difference. So, time-coded time vinyl is just like, like basically like having a code on your vinyl, and your needle will pick up that code and translate it to your mixer and then to Serato, so it can read your waveforms. Mm-hmm. But vinyl, vinyl, it actually has like the actual sound on the wax. Mm-hmm. So, if you mess up that little part of that song on the wax, that part of that song is messed up. Mm-hmm. So... Like, you have to know that if you're playing real vinyl. Like, so if you're playing a set and you get lost in your song and that song's going, it's about to hit that, that, and like, it's going to make that noise. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a control vinyl, you can scratch that thing up all the time and it's still going to work. Yeah. yeah. The last question, then we'll get into the game. Um, so do you prefer time-coded vinyl with Serato, the library and all that? Or do you want the real vinyl sounds? You know, it's your... Your options are very limited yeah. with the real vinyl, yeah. but you can definitely tell the difference in the sound. Oh yeah. So which one do you prefer to do? I would I would totally love to buy as much vinyl as I can, and that's honestly what I asked for Christmas. I was like, yo, just buy me vinyl. Like get my get my crates up so I can go do these parties on all vinyl and like really bring back something like an underground party, mm-hmm. like a boiler room set, all vinyl. You know how cool that would be, like Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be like, awesome. Just switching out your crates like <sighs> <laughs> Like, oh man! But I I like control vinyl because it's it's easy. It's real quick. I don't have to like carry my crates. Because imagine like doing a gig in like another city. You gotta pick up your crates, put them in the airplane. Hope they don't get lost. Yeah. Hope they don't get broken. Mm-hmm. And then play your set. Like it's the same thing with bringing turntables on an airplane. The magnet could get messed up. Your tone arm could break. Mm-hmm. It's a very risky thing using turntable. Yeah. Do <laughs> so you use that at a public house? I do. 
You do. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I want to watch it because it's not it's not a common thing at all. There's a lot of DJs on Fresh Street that use really? turntables. Yep. Well, I obviously need to go bother them too. Is he the first one? We need to go scouting. So far, yeah. So far, I think you're the only one on our podcast that does vinyl, which I it's not very common that mm -hmm. I've noticed, mm -hmm. especially with like popular musicians and stuff like that now too. Like I think DJ Snake is the only yeah. one I can think of that does vinyl. So it's it's cool. I think it's a lot more effort and I don't know. It's, do you like buy the records for people or could you can you make your own? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, do you have to like buy? Like, I don't know. I'm very new to all buy this. the uh, like the control vinyl with the code on it. Or, yeah. Yeah, I have to buy. Uh, I have a, I have quite a bit of them. So like, mm -hmm. I have two of them for each turntable. But um. So you yeah. can't put like any of your songs that you want on it, or. No? Oh no! Like it just goes through my software. Oh. So like I just read it yeah. through the software and it goes right onto the. Well, I don't know how it all works. No, no, it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally cool. Only, I mean, I used to collect vinyl for a little bit, and I just now got the res vinyl, and I don't have a record player or anything like that anymore, too. Which what apparently hers, hers is yeah, like a good. specific one that you need. It needs to go fast enough. Or it's 45, something. maybe. Huh? Yeah, well, most of them have the speeds. My Look boss the had three a, a two-speed one, yeah, and it was like really slow because she tried to play relax, and normally it's like, just relax. And all this is like... Joy. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! It sounds like freaking jigsaw, and it's so, <laughs> so scary. I'll, just, I'll show you a video whenever we're done. Sample. Yeah. It's hilarious because then it's it's suspenseful too because it was like, I'm like, oh, it was so so scary. But, uh, Dana, did you have another question, too? Yeah, so I was thinking about your branding. I know I, I really like the name that you've come up with, um, but I feel like it's since it's not such a common name, mm. like, people might have a hard time remembering it. And I think that, like, you need some way to get people to remember you as as a character. Like, there's there's your skills and your skills on vinyl, and I'm really, like, fascinated by that. But, you know... It may it may do for you to come up with something a little bit more eccentric. Um, have you ever thought about like um, your stage presence? My stage presence definitely gives me away. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you do like backflips or something? No, no. <laughs> what do you do? Come to see me play on Saturday, and you'll see why. Ooh, I totally want to now. It may not be this Saturday, but it will. I will definitely come and see you at some point because I want to see because you every person that comes out and gives dabs me up says you are completely different than anyone else on Fry Street. Oh, now I am intrigued. You had my interest. Yeah, now we're but we're gonna now. have to come and like spy. <laughs> we're gonna have to come in our trench coats and like. Like big, you know, sunglasses. Like, okay, we're like gonna. Yeah, you like, can't come know and it's us you. until we throw off our trench coats. <clears throat> Surprise! And then, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like that was like that um, meme that you post on Facebook where she's like going from like completely covered up to ready for. <laughs> yeah, one of our girls get ready for a rave, and it's just like suck. <laughs> just glitter. One hundred percent me. I still think we should we should polish up and refine your stage presence a little bit. And I think, and by doing that, I think since you kind of adhere to more like the old school vinyl thing, we need to just take it back a few years, maybe a few decades, maybe turn you into DJ Spades. Um, what do I got? Like, what is that, a pipe or is that a... That is a piece of straw. <laughs> um, oh and, and I think that you should just be like Spades, like you're a gardener, you're a farmer. Oh my. You got those hoes. Oh. But like, <laughs> but like the real hoes, you know what I'm talking about? And and like, you know, whenever you are like trying to like, you're trying to like dig, you know, a beet. And I I see here, I drew you a little sign that says, you know, you got fresh carrots and beets. Carrots. <laughs> fresh beets right there. They are high in potassium and iron. And and you can sell those They're like your you. fresh, your fresh produce. Can we stamp them? Yeah. I, I think we should throw f vegetables At off people. the stage, which is different because usually people throw vegetables onto the stage. No, 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 no. We're taking it back. Get your beats, man. You throw, you throw the beats off the stage. I think we might need extra insurance on this because black eyes. Yeah, those things hurt. Beats are heavy. But the, you catch them in your mouth and you're like, yeah, that's a beat in my mouth. Mm. 
I don't know. I caught the beets. It's I very think, earthy taste. I think we, yeah, we got some corn. I've got some corn here um, and a nice orchard tree here. Um, I think that it would be, I think it would be really nice, especially whenever you're like making that music and just like grind with like some, like a, I don't know, like use a spade to like just kind of. You hear that gravel like, like in the background? background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to have attractive people hoeing around in the background? Yeah, I mean, he's got to have some they dancing hoes. hoes. I think yeah. he needs to have dancing hoes. coming dressed as hoes. He'll be dressed up as a crow's. Oh, <laughs> oh and a scarecrow. Oh, I like it. Man. Oh, man. Anyways, I, I think, I mean, I like spadus, but I feel like, you know, spades. He's got his spades. <laughs> I think that this might work. If you like the idea, you can buy it for $5. <laughs> that's about my going rate. A reasonable price of $5. That's, that's, usually, hey, that's that. usually what I charge. But since you've been good and you've been like very nice about being on our show and you've had a good sense of humor, I'll give it to you for free. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't include any of the fresh carrots or beets. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool with me. Because I'm so proud. Uh, I, oh, I got to bring my house. You gotta bring your own hose. Right here in the garden shack. <laughs> so we're throwing out beets. Throwing so out beets. Are we gonna like sell merch with some that yeah, overalls? Yeah, some fresh oh, some fresh some greens. Black overalls. Overalls with spades on the butt. Yeah. Oh, and the that, that has like a spade right there. Oh yeah. Like you know, and the, the like pipes. Yes, absolutely. And <laughs> I feel like you know that old like old painting with like the old lady who looks really sad and the guy who's like sitting next to her who looks like an old bag and he's got like his little pitchfork uh-huh. like I feel like those could be the people that would come out and listen to your music and you could get them excited and make them smile mm-hmm. like I really want to just bring that painting in to listen to your music and then at the very end maybe they might like crack a smile in, like the, in the paint I like it like bring it to life and all of your fans could be the hoes your fan yeah. your fan base could be called the hey. murder is it a flock of crows is called murder. murder? Yeah. Yeah. Murder nice. squad. Murder yeah. squad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is just getting better and better. I would dress up like a crow. And you know who might even like show Russell up in your crow. Oh my god. That would be perfect. You could have him hoeing in the background. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if a certain albatross showed up oh. in your garden. Oh. In your garden of greens. Oh, duh. DJ Moosey. There you are on the farm. Slowly, I am putting on our one-year anniversary show. It's going to be a barnyard theme? Yeah, barnyard. (laughs) Take me to the barnyard grave. Yeah. It's the farm fest. Farm fest. You got people showing up with the pigs and everything. (laughs) This is farm fest, right? Everybody wears animal onesies. (laughs) Yeah, the guy who's I'm, working the I'm gate is that. like stre- like a working banjo. on a banjo. <laughs> How y'all doing there? <laughs> it's gonna be five dogs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're working on five dogs tonight. Thank you. <laughs> hey, this is Texas. This is Texas. I bet you it would not be hard to be going outside. We could go outside and be like, I need a man who plays banjo. You like get ten people. Hey, you got your fiddle. No, I've got a violin. Well, here it's a fiddle. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my I've seen, I've seen, I've seen that. Like, I've heard about that before. This is they're playing "Devil Goes Down to Georgia" right there at the opening. Just look at it. Like rolls up with a turntable. This oh is where they go up on stage. They're sitting there pulling up their uh, their overalls. They're doing the little. <laughs> uh, I can't. I, this, I, this has to be done now. So come August, we're going to see the barnyard. I can't wait to see all of my biggest dreams <laughs> come true. All of my drawings like, <laughs> made manifest for this yeah, show. Pop out of the picture. It's fantastic. Oh my gosh. That's well, I hope you like that idea. That was, I think, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, who's going to forget you? You're going to be like, this old like hillbilly wearing <laughs> some, some extreme overalls. On, like, yeah. He brought in his records and vinyl, and he's got this hoe with them, <laughs> the metal kind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody who has a farm that they're willing to let us play music to their animals? Uh, I bet we could find one, and you know, you know, plants like music too. Like music. Yeah, and he's playing nothing but old He's, trying to, he's trying to raise the crop with his music. Oh, <laughs> oh God, stop me now. Oh, my goodness. I love it way too much. <sighs> Anyways, 
I think I bring it every time. Every time, fire, straight fire. You're like Flames. a dragon spitting fire. Oh, that's straight next week. <laughs> All right. You got your dirty like gloves from like Owen in the dirt, and you got dirt Hoeing all over your gloves. Oh, gardening gloves. Got dirty gloves from Owen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can get those claws. Have you seen those new ones that have claws on it, so you can dig in your garden like a. Dog. Like the Freddy Claws? Yeah. <laughs> but they light up. Oh, and you can go like this. <laughs> Wait, yeah, we have garden gloves that you could do gloving with. And that'll be a thing. I'm just poking people's know. eyes out and get the Freddy Claws on. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get too close. Just don't. <laughs> um, Watch these blades before your eyes. Oh. Is he Wolverine or just your average garden DJ? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay, so are you guys in the mood to play a game after all that? Do it. Can you do it? Can you game handle it? on? Yeah. Can you handle any more giggles? No, but I can hoe it. Oh, all right. <laughs> so this game. Where's is... the hoe counter? <laughs> <laughs> this game will be pretty, pretty simple. It'll be um, let, let's see. So it's called EDM Lib. So instead of ad lib, we're going to do EDM Lib. So basically your pool of words that you can use are all EDM terms. I'll give you something in a second. Are all EDM terms. We're going to do kind of how we did on episode one, where the rules are you have to give your point to someone who ever has the most points, gets the point for that round. Can't vote for yourself. Can't vote for yourself. So it's going to be two, four, and six again okay. um, is how that's going to go. Let me just hold on. Get my pen ready. Before I start handing out stuff. Points! I want your points. Give me your points. So. (laughs) The spittoon. I want the point in the spittoon. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I have, since last time we played this game, it was a little bit hard to remember, especially after you're using your your thinker. So I decided to write them down all on pieces of paper. Oh, fantastic. But do not look at all of them. You can see the first one. And then flip to the next one after the round is done. So, because I mean that way you don't get a head start and. Oh yeah, so just look at one each round. Yes. So we're gonna start with this very first one, and I will also read it out loud for you listeners so you can follow along, and try to give your invisible points to people too. So we're writing on do, this paper. You can write on it absolutely, um, but do not, Dana. Don't look at the other ones. Oh, Only just look the one. at the top one. Got it. Okay. Got you it. Look at the other ones. I'll rip up your paper. Do you have a pen? No, I do not have a pen. Uh, oh. I, need pens. I need the pen. There's no pens in this this studio. <laughs> not any whatsoever. But anyways, I'll go ahead and read our first one. Thank you. So our blank helps blank. Who wants a blank? Sorry, what we're filling in words? Yeah, yeah. All the words that you're using are like just generic. Like I mean, EDM terms. You can use an artist name. You can use like stuff like genres. Um, equipment, anything EDM related, really. So, I mean, that's a huge span of words. You'd be like, you know, our rhythm helps diddum. I don't know. Diddum's not a word. I made it up. But (laughs) (laughs) just this kind of an idea. Yeah, I was just saying. I guess I should start printing off lists of words that you could use. Yeah, my vocabulary is, is very small. Our dead mouse helps <laughs> um, <laughs> houses. Okay, so we're going to say each one out loud, and then the next round is the next piece of paper? Or well, each one? round we will uh, read ours aloud, okay. and then we'll laugh, talk about it, then you can assign your point to someone else, and then and we'll then go we'll to the next off. one. Okay, gotcha. So. I'm Gucci bra. Yeah, Gucci. Hey, Gucci. My, mine's kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's totally fine. So I'm talking about getting dirty with hose, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool, yeah we can use moose step as one of them, too, as one of the <laughs> terminologies. <laughs> Our moose step helps. So, I'm sorry that I make this one challenging. I think it was challenging last time as well. There's a lot of words to pick. Yeah, there Especially is a lot of words. Especially if you know words. a lot of the words. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that maybe, like, sometimes they might naturally come to you because... We can do multiple. Like, it doesn't have to just be, like, one individual word, does it? No, dude. I, I put, like, for the last one, I put, like, okay four or six words. Right. As long as it makes sense. Oh, it's supposed to make sense? Well, 
It, never mind. I'm like, I never said it makes sense. It makes sense. Because okay. it's, I mean, as long as it's like a, a sentence. Okay, Dana, you know you're only supposed to do the first one, right? Yeah, I know. I'm looking through my other notes for lingo. Oh, okay. <laughs> lingo. Hot terms. Lingo. Lingo. Maybe I should. Get a background thing with all the words. Would you guys Rave. be happier if you got to fill in all the words? And then we discussed them all? Um, that could actually that work better. That would probably because we're going to be waiting on Dana. So we yeah. Hey, hey, that just what? means you go what? first. But this means I have to be like the comedic relief. Well, you guys are, like, filling all this out, too. And I'm really not that funny. No, I mean, you still talk to us. That's like, true. But I don't want to distract you, either. No. So, how's it going? <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm ready when they are. <laughs> go ahead and continue on, Dana. I think it would be easier. I think next time I'll just go ahead and give these out at the beginning of the, <clears throat> the game. Oh, so I'm ready to go? No. Huh? Well, go ahead and finish filling out the rest of them. Oh, the oh the fill out all of them. Yeah. That way uh, we can, uh, you know. Okay, all right, all right. All right, gotcha. So uh, now that we're close to Christmas, what's all, what, what did you ask Santa for? A healthy kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's almost baby season for you. So exciting, Ryan. Yeah, for real. We're going to make a custom festicast. Yo, did you drop that song yet? No. No. Oh, I want to talk about it. No. He has a lot of projects he's working on. Ryan's a very busy man. He doesn't have time for that. Doesn't have time. I don't have time for that. No point of time for that. <laughs> I'll show you when we're off here. Oh, okay. Oh, got all three of us. Yeah, I'm good to go. Oh, I don't have my third one. Um, I got my second no. one. Y'all can start with I'm Gucci. What's up? Now I'm done, so we can be comedic relief. We can be comedic relief. You know, what's your favorite joke that you've uh, heard recently? Heard recently? Yeah. Oh, it was a dad joke, but I don't remember it. <laughs> That was kind of the joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that could be, a, I guess, a dad joke, too. I know uh, I had a coworker today. I have these pizza-shaped, um, uh, like this fry-shaped um, post-it notes. And it said, what does a fry do when it's sad? Oh, and yeah, I, I saw it, that. And it says, it fries. And I was like, I'm done. I saw that. That quit might have been the joke I was talking about, actually. Just be like, <laughs> that might have been the joke. Just be like, <laughs> no. You're about to steal my joke. Uh, well, I well, saw it. Well, it wasn't mine. It was my coworker's joke, I guess. It was funny. I saw it, and it made me laugh. It was, I'm glad that you remembered it from Monday. It's Thursday. so that's It's good. only Thursday. Wow. Yeah, I know. One more day. One more day. On the mass. So what's your kid's name going to be? Rhett. Reckless Rhett. Yeah. Reckless Ryan, be, Reckless Rhett. He's going to be a little reckless. A little reckless. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. he going to have a onesie that says that? Yeah. Well, I'm working on some stuff. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to have a flunked one. Probably. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. I got to buy some new shirts, bro. I got paid. I got paid. So, so what's uh what's the latest and greatest on Flunked Records right now? Um, we had a release that just came out November twenty seventh. Um, that was Clean Batch Misery. You check that out on uh, Beatport, uh, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that sells music. We're on everything. SoundCloud. You can find it for free on SoundCloud. All of our releases are for free on SoundCloud. Uh, we don't care if you buy it. Just you know, listen to it and play it in a set. You know, that's all we care about. Um, to your dog. Yeah, to your I mean, dog. I don't care. We pirated it. I don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We have it for free. Just we want people to play it. You know, we want yeah. to get out there. We're not in this for the music or the money. We're in it for you know to get. Not in this for the music, yeah. Ryan. We're, We're really here for, for the, the money. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate it though. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm shooting myself in the foot right now. This is a festive class exclusive right here because I have a new track coming out in December, and this will be after December, so we're good. We're good. Yeah, and then Little Human has a track coming out in January. When this sh- will probably be after January, or at least relatively around then. It, so, around then, yeah. yeah, sometime in January. We have the official date, but I don't remember it. It's already up in stores, but it's not public. On Twitter, so his name it. is uh, his name is Human Little. Is it? Whenever he likes what? the thing, it's, it's, it's a comma. It's a comma. Oh, it's a no. His, his oh, at, I think his at name is uh, Little Human TX, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny. It was like, Human Little. <laughs> <laughs> First name Little, last name Human. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. All right. So are we ready to move on with this game? I'm yeah, ready. I'm yeah. All right. So I'm ready. our blank helps blank 
Who wants to blank? Ryan, start us off. Our trap lords. Oh. Helps. Who? Mine says helps who. <laughs> it's supposed to be. This <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give him the extra space. Oh, so our trap lords help Blank. servants who want to get lit bra. Get lit bra. Mm-hmm. Lit bra. Get Techni- lit bra. Technical term lit bra. Yeah, get technical lit bra. Term. Did you like it because I said like servants it. and trap lords? Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, like it. <laughs> Me. Okay. Our rave friend, our rave fam, wants to help Wooks. Who want to go sit in the K hole? <laughs> oh, <God>. oh man! <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean. Um, are yeah, I don't. You don't really... have to explain. You don't have to explain. You can tell me when I'm older. Okay. Yeah, All right. let's do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I have our beats help dead mice who want to res. Okay. That's, that's really that's really bad. <laughs> One to res. I think res is a verb. It is a verb. Yeah, I, I can. You can make it a verb. Like yeah. I verb nouns. Definitely. Yeah, I like it. So y'all have to distribute your points now. I gotta vote for Noah. I don't know what it means, but I'm voting for him. I can okay. explain it. I can definitely explain, explain it. it. No. Okay. K hole just sounds I just like. I want to see you explain whoops. Dude, how do you even explain? Okay, what? Uh, do you have you seen the pictures, right? The memes where it's like the dudes with the heavy dreadlocks and they're all nasty. They don't and they shower. They're all base nectar fans. Nothing oh. against base nectar though. Tapestries. He's cool, but they're all base nectar fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've seen the memes, right? Mm-hmm. That's a look. Because, yeah, yeah. They're all like yeah. they're they take like the chakra stuff to a different level. Yeah. Like, cause my mom's all about the chakra stuff and she doesn't take it to that level they take it to a different place yeah, you uh-huh. know what a k-hole is right it's no. okay it's, it's ketamine yeah it's yeah. ketamine it's a horse tranquilizer mm-hmm. yeah we take that and then you get stuck sometimes in that thing and you're like yeah you just keep, people just yeah sit it's there. it's not it's not it's a pretty sight stuff. no Horse Not. tranquilizer. Yep. No thanks. All right. So there you have learned some, nor- some new terms. Though. I'm going to write those down and use them again sometime. There you go. I'm going to throw yeah. them out at random when I'm talking in play conversation. So my K-hole. You in the K-hole? <laughs> I was in a K-hole the other day. <laughs> students. You interview student. the next person and be like, are you a look? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You've been in a good K-holes lately. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Now the more you know. Alright. I'm All stuck right. to my tights right now. Alright, so ripping this one off. Right. Number one. So oh okay, so we're gonna end. Next. Alright, so I Googled my symptoms and it says I have blank fever That's and it. the only cure is blank. That says systems. I totally got this one. <laughs> Start it off. I googled my symptoms, even though mine says systems. Love <laughs> <laughs> well, that. I was in a hurry. And it says I have moose step fever, and the only cure is DJ music. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. I was really actually expecting you to use cowbell right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. I googled my symptoms, and it says I have dance fever, and the only cure is techno. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I might win this one. Mm. Okay. I'm not Ryan. I googled that. my symptoms and it says I have ultra fever and the only cure is heart style. Ooh. I like how you said it to the delivery on that was I have impeccable elocution. <laughs> I have impeccable elocution. <clears throat> I like it. Who's your, who's your points going to? Be? Mine's going to him since yeah. I can't vote for myself. Okay, yay! Yay! <laughs> well, you still have to give your point. Uh, oh wait, did you give your point? Yeah. They oh. both went to me. I didn't. They went to DJ Music. Music. The only cure is more cowbell. Shout out digital DJ tips dink, for the shout dink, out for dink, DJ Music. Dink, dink, <laughs> dink, dink, dink. I'm glad you understood my reference where I was going. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I knew it. I made the reference before, but fine, fine, Noe. <laughs> Uh, blank is a slippery slope that can only lead to blank. Mine also doesn't have only. Yeah, only. mine doesn't have only, so, I mean, <laughs> my statement's messed up. Hold on. Blank is a slippery slope 
that can lead to... Okay. That's what mine says. Mine is, mine's rhythm is a slippery slope that can lead to broken noses. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair statement. Can I change the phrase just a little bit to make it fit grammatically? I don't think so. No, that's against the rules. Boom, that's two <laughs> against... You. <laughs> is it like a drastic change? No. Okay, that's fine. But <laughs> I want Alex to go over. DJing is a slippery slope that can lead to egocentrism. True. <laughs> I stay humble, guys. Don't ever forget where you come from. <laughs> Please. It's my vote. <laughs> I had to adjust this just a little bit. Okay. Snails form a slippery slope that can lead to flux pavilions. Oh, that's a good one, though. That is good. (laughs) 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 Ryan, where's your point going? Oh my god, no, is this too true? But that one, this one, I'm going that one. one. Snails form slippery slopes. Snails, the heart of the game, it's definitely Dana's. Thank you. Dana. Thank you. Thank we you. all won one. You know, you all got a point. So. Everyone wins. You get two points. Ryan, you get four. I didn't come in last this time. Yay. And Dana comes in with the killing of six points. What? Yeah. You won our diamond today. We all have like different versions. Can we all record us doing that and just play it over, like overlap that sound? And then like laugh at the end. Someone's gonna be like, "What is that sound?" It's three people trying to make the air horn sound. That is exactly what that sound is. It's like us, like trying to make the sound with our mouths. Yes. Okay. Instead of actually having the actual air horn sound, I think we should layer all three of our voices over on that and just be like, "This three people trying to make." And then we're just like, "No, no, no, no," and then right there, that's like Matt's laugh. Comes in. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is a nerner. Mine's a burper. <laughs> 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 yours is a nerner. 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 That's that's. Is mine it. like the Steve Urkel of <laughs> <laughs> horns right now? Oh my gosh. Oh dear goodness. I love it. What is your air horn sound? Yeah. What is it? Okay. Oh, yours is a near. Yours is a pew pew pew. His is a confused cat. I can't. Instead of meow, it's meow. Meow. Mine's like it's cold. Burr, 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 burr. Guys, I yeah. love all of you. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Yeah, this is what gives me life. So good. <laughs> we get paid to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. Oh, yeah. All right, anyways, let's check in with our fancy festival forecast. And your festival forecast is as follows. February 8th is Say My Name at Lizard Lounge Dallas at 10 p.m. And on February 10th, the Bygore Tour with Borgor, Getter, AFK, Back to Back with Sudden Death and Whipped Cream. Whipped Cream! I'm so excited to see her. (laughs) Creamy. She's amazing. Anyways, February 16th is Big Gigantic at Southside Ballroom at 8 p.m. And on February 23rd, Above and Beyond... Um, the Common Ground Tour at the Pavilion at Toyota Music Factory at 10 p.m. Above and beyond, there to help you with all of your crying needs. <laughs> also, March 1st is Steve Aoki at the Bomb Factory at 6 p.m. so you can get hit in the face with some cake. Ooh, throw it on your face, rub it on your body. So, thanks for tuning in this week. We had DJ Spadus. Thank you so much for being on our show and playing our really weird game and listening to our awesome fashion advice. Yeah, and letting us, like, make you a stage um, persona. Yeah. I really, I really want to see it happen. You know, you only have to do it once to please us. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> at a one year show. We're going to come to one of your shows at, on Fry Street and you're going to be, like, in the whole, like, <laughs> farmer get up. And I'm just going to be, like, like exuding joy. <laughs> Whenever like, you walk around, though, can there be like hay falling out? Yeah, well, no, you know? he's gonna have some chewing some. Yeah. He should have some like coming out of every like pocket. 
Yeah. And the outfit. <laughs> I got that I've thing. I've been waiting for y'all for five months to come out here. I've been in this outfit ever since. <laughs> has an actual accent and everything adapted to the lifestyle. Oh, oh my gosh. It's going to be great. I'm excited because I, I even to... brought my fresh beads. <laughs> <laughs> in a burlap sack and everything that like says like uh, veggies by spades. Yeah. Spades veggies. <laughs> I play music for my vegetables. <laughs> Ain't no it helps produce them grow like better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I thought of like a, something that rhymed with fetus for a second and lost it. Fetus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alright. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like spadus fetus or something like that. Deflatus. Fetus. <laughs> You hate us because you ain't us. There you go. I was trying to like think of something like you were feeding us beets, but it couldn't come out right. Because then it sounded like fetus again. <laughs> There's too much hoeing around on this episode. Oh, man. Hey, 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 Reckless Ryan, stop your hoeing around. It's just you. I saw you playing footsies with him under the table. Yeah. I, I will stand making, up for that. Yes, I did. Making, <laughs> making barnyard eyes across the table. Ooh, barnyard eyes. I Everybody mean, don't look. We're about to make crazy animal noises. <laughs> 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 scared now so i think i'm gonna go home all right guys thanks for listening and definitely check out one of our other podcasts thanks uh to ex vivo and our wonderful sponsors catch you next week